that the truth some of the greatest times of my life and there's running the aisle praising God he was there in an old barn in Jonesburg Tennessee in December the 21st 1981 when I was just out of the army and I was an alcoholic but there in an old building when my world was caving in on me, he was there. In the happiest times of my life, he was there. In the hardest times of my life, when I was sitting beside of a bed, watching my little girl fight for her life, suffering from a severe brain injury, and the doctor said she'd never live. In the hardest times of my life, he was there. Oh, what a God we serve this morning, friends. Don't care what you face, what you're dealing with, don't you fear. He's right here with us, just like he said he would be. Amen. What a wonderful Savior that we have this morning. We greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus and count it such an honor to be with you today. And it's such a beautiful church. It's the first time we've got to see it. It was just, it's beautiful. I'm just so happy for you. Thankful for each one that came out. Thankful to have my wife with me. Most of all, we're thankful that the Lord Jesus is here with us this morning. And if you have your Bibles, turn with us to the book of Mark. And while you're turning there, we want to thank our precious brother Tim for allowing us to come. And I know great men of God has stood here behind this pulpit. And I certainly feel like the least of them. But I certainly appreciate him allowing me to come and express what the Lord has put on my heart. And I trust it to be a blessing to you this morning. We want to read from Mark chapter 4, starting at verse 35. The Bible says this. And the same day when the eve was come, he said unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship, and they were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on the pillar, and they awake him and said unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish and he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, What manner of man is this? 
that even the wind and the sea obey him. What manner of man is this? He's my Lord. <laughs> Let us bow our heads. I want to speak to you for a few minutes this morning on he's in the ship. Heavenly Father, we are so glad in our hearts to call you Father. And we thank you, Lord, for your mercy and for your grace that has been given to us. For the Bible says, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And Lord, we count it such an honor to gather here today with your children, Lord. And Father, we surrender every thought, dear God, and every attitude, Lord, and anything, dear God, that would hinder us from receiving from you today, we surrender it to you, Lord. We ask, dear God, that you would take the preeminence of this service, God, that you would anoint the people's faith that they could rise up and receive that which you've already given them, Lord. For, Father, every redemptive blessing was secured for us that day at Calvary, and we thank you, Lord. Father, we ask you today, dear God, that you'd be mindful of the needs of our folks at home, Lord. Those that are suffering today, dear God, may your spirit move upon each one, Father. And Lord, before the sun was set today, Lord, may they be healthy and well, for thou art God. Lord, we bring our precious sister Karen before you today, Lord, asking, dear God, that you would do what would be seemingly impossible. But, Father, you specialize in those kind of things, Lord, and we look to you today, Lord, that you would move upon these needs. And, Father, those that would hear, God, whether their need would be great in someone's eyes or whether it would be small in someone else's eyes, Father God, may you move forever need in the building, Lord, that when we leave this service today, may we say, did not our hearts burn? within us as he walked and talked with us along the way. Bless Brother Tim, Lord. Bless the ministers, the officers of the church, dear God. Father, we pray may signs and wonders be wrought at the hands of the believers, for this is the hour of the manifestation of the sons of God upon the earth, Lord. And I pray, God, let the light shine forth, God, from this community, that they may know that thou art the same yesterday, today, and forever, that it's not a Logan, dear God. It's not a sign, Lord, but it is a reality, dear God. You manifested in your people fulfilling the promise of your word that you've made in this last day. Grant it, Father, as we surrender these things into your hands for your glory, for we ask it in Jesus' name. And the bride says, Amen. God bless you, saints. You may be seated this morning. I'd like to call your attention back to verse 40, where the Bible says this, And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? And how is it that ye have no faith? And I was just thinking about this scripture. It reminded me of something that the prophet of God said when he was speaking on fear and faith. And the prophet said, he said, now I thought tonight that I would talk on faith for a little while and just build up on Christian faith. For I find out that one of the greatest hindrances of the church has got today is that they're scared to death. And he said, and what are you scared about? That's what I'm wondering. If you'll only if you'll, if you'll just only realize who you are. Amen. If you'll just only realize who you are. You don't know who you are. You don't know who that is that's sitting next to you. Right. You say, oh, that's my neighbor. I know him all right. But he's a son of God. See, that's right. Adopted by Jesus Christ into the family. And that's a daughter of God sitting next to you. And who are you? 
If you're a Christian, if you're a believer, then you're a son and daughter of God. Then what are you scared about? There's no need of being scared. So as long as the devil can keep you scared, that's all he wants to do. He's got you right then. As long as he can keep you scared, that's all he wants to do. So then we realize we have we come to this understanding that amnesia of not knowing who you are feeds fear. As long as the devil can keep you confused, as long as the devil one day you think you're bright and the next day you're not sure, as long as he can keep you confused that you don't know who you are, he's got you exactly where he wants you. Amen. But you see, so when we understand that amnesia feeds fear, but realizing who you are produces faith. For Brother Brandon said Jesus had perfect faith because he knew who he was in the Word. And the Word of God will never fail you. Emotional fail and sensational fail, but the Word of God will never fail you, amen. Perfect love casts out all fear, and love and faith is the same thing, the prophet said. Love, perfect love, casts out all fear, which gives faith. Then you say, what are you saying? I'm saying this. Let us come this morning with this revelation of who we are. We are not a cult. We are not a denomination. We are not an organization. We are his body on the earth, amen. We are the body of Jesus Christ on the earth today. If we can ever come to that realization that he's just changed his mask. You know, we've been wearing these masks, and I was in a store the other day, and uh, the, the guy that came in, he must have been a local, and I was standing there, and he walked in with his mask on, and the, the lady behind the cash register, she said, why, John, you've changed your mask. Oh, when she said that, I about shouted past the tater chips. Because don't you see, my brother, my sister, that's all he's done in this hour. The God that was in Jesus, he's just changed his mask, amen. That same God is now in the hearts of his people, fulfilling his ministry for this day. Amen. Then let us come with this revelation of who we are and let our faith in who we are in him cast out all fear, amen. Oh, hallelujah. And we open our scripture, we find that Jesus is telling his disciples to get into the boat and let us pass over to the other side. So where do you think they're going? They're going to the other side. You know why? Because he said so. Amen. Now the reason they're making this journey across this water is because that on the other side of the lake or the sea is the Gadareans. On the other side is Gadara. And there is a man who's living among the tombs. We know him as the maniac of Gadara. And he was crying out for help. He was wanting deliverance. So Jesus got into the ship and he crossed the stormy sea that night for the call of one needy soul. Notice it wasn't the mayor that called him. It wasn't the president of the country that called him. It was a maniac. Oh, hallelujah. Let me tell you, God will appear before any honest heart, no matter how insignificant it may seem to be. Oh, my. He got into the ship and he crossed the stormy sea for the sake of one 
needy soul. Oh, friends, don't you say, well, Brother Dow, if we had 600 here, we could call him on the scene. If we had 1,000 here, we could call him on the scene. But I'm here to tell you, we don't need 500. We don't need 50. We don't need 12. We just need one sincere heart. Somebody that'll look beyond the storm. Somebody that'll look beyond the waves and call him on the scene. Amen. Jesus crossed the sea all the way over into Gadara to give mercy to one man. Amen. Thank you, buddy. Oh, God, let that be me this morning, Lord. If no one else, let it be me, Lord. He's the same Jesus tonight. He'll come from glory. For one needy soul sitting in a humble church this morning. The same one. He'll ever time come to where he's wanted. But he never comes to where he's doubted. Huh? You say, oh, you believe God heals. Oh, yeah, everybody. Yeah, we believe God heals. You believe God will heal you. It's a big difference. But you see, when you mix that little bit of doubt, it makes it a hybrid faith, and hybrid faith produces nothing. Amen. Don't doubt, just believe. He'll never show up to where there's doubt, but he will come to where someone wants him to come. As a matter of fact, the prophet said he wants to come to you. He'll send a man to preach the gospel. He'll send a man to sing a song, to create an atmosphere, because he's wanting to come to you. Amen. He'll come this morning to every, Brother Brent says he'll come every time he's wanted, but he never comes to where he's doubted. Then I say, let's lay aside every doubt, lay aside every fear, and believe him. There's nothing, oh my, there's nothing that's able to stop him from coming. When you call upon him, there is nothing that'll stop him from coming to you. The wind couldn't stop him. The waves couldn't stop him. The storm couldn't stop him. The sea couldn't stop him. The devils could not stop him from coming, amen. There is nothing that can stop him from coming to you when you call on him, amen. You see, my brother, my sister, it wasn't the man's voice that got Jesus' attention. He was on the other side of the lake. He never heard his voice. It's not how loud we scream. It's not how hard. That's not what gets his attention. What gets God's attention? Faith. Amen. Amen. Your faith can stop him. It wasn't the man's voice that brought Jesus across the sea. It was his faith. Like the little boy that was in the shopping mall. He said, Brother Brenham, I'm lost. As lost can be. I'm like a coin in a sand pile. Lost. But the prophet said, you don't have to stay that way, son. There is someone standing present now who can find you the minute you want to be found. And the little boy said, I'm ready. Are you ready this morning? Oh, hallelujah. Don't doubt him. Just believe him this morning. If you're doubting him, just remember, he'll never be at your door. But if you love him and you want him, he'll come to you anytime you call for him. He's ready to come. 
there's one standing present this morning who can find you the moment you want to be found. I don't care where you're living. I don't care what you've done. Come on, somebody. I don't care what sickness you're facing. I don't care what the doctor said. There's someone right now who can find you the minute you want to be found. You just have to call on his name when we call on the name of Jesus. Amen. There's someone standing present who can heal you the moment you want to be healed, who can deliver you the moment you want to be delivered. Someday, some happy day, I say today, not someday. Don't put it off to tomorrow. He's an ever-present help in the time of trouble. Amen. So the fine, this meeting is coming to a close. And he tells his disciples, let's get into the boat. Let's go to the other side. You see, he's feeling the pull of the maniac's need. So he gets into the ship, and Jesus is with them, and they begin to cross over the sea. Now, Jesus being the Word, he knew all things. So he knew the maniac was on the other side. He knew he would deal with that in the morning. He knew the storm was coming. He knew the devils would try to drown him. He knew the pig farmers would reject him and ask him to leave. He knew all of that. He already knew that. But he never looked at the barriers. He looked at the victory. Hallelujah. You know, in a horse race, when they line them up there at the gate, you know, they back the horses in and they put that gate across them. You know what they call that gate? They call it the barrier. Right. But the barrier is only the evidence that there's a victory line just ahead. Don't you see, my brother, my sister, when the devil tries to hinder you, when he tries to hold you back, that's the evidence. God's got something for you, amen. Don't see the barrier. See the victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He spoke, let us pass over to the other side. And that was his word. And the Bible says his word will not return unto him void, but it will accomplish that which it was sent to do. He knew the waves were coming. He knew the storm was brewing. He knew the winds would pick up. But he also knew his word would carry them through. So he finds him a place to sleep and lays down. Now who would find a place to sleep on a boat when a hurricane category five is coming? Someone who knows the power of his word. He knew the storm was coming, but he wasn't worried. He wasn't nervous because he knew the storm did not control him, but he would control the storm, amen. I tell you something, brother, my sister, we're not wandering down here lost. We have a predetermined destiny. We come from somewhere. We're going back to somewhere. Hallelujah. Amen. He would know the storm would not control him, but he would control the storm. You see, it seems like every time we try to do something for the Lord, every time we try to help someone or, or try to draw closer to God, to walk in obedience to his word, it's them times that snags comes, 
hindrances comes, storms begin to rage. But you see, God never told us to go back. God equipped us as an army. We are the army of the Lord. And he's equipped us. But I want you to notice, there's not one piece of armor on our backs because we are never to turn back. We're going forward. We are moving forward. And as long as we're in the will of God, there is nothing that'll stop our progress. Amen. Jesus says, let's go over to the other side. He had a job to do. Tired and weary, he lays down to rest, knowing he's in the will of the Father. Moving forward across the sea to the maniac of Gadara. The disciples, here they go, moving across this lake, this sea. They, they Notice, here they go. They were in the message of the hour. Jesus was with them. They were having a revival. They were in a testimony service. All the things they seen him do, all the blinded eyes and all the leprosy, all the things they saw, they were testifying. By God, what a move we're in. Where his disciples were moving with him. This journey, it should be sweet. It should be smooth sailing. No worries. No bumps. Where his disciples were moving with him. We're message people. We're message followers. Sounds good. But Jesus never promised that. He never said we wouldn't have trials. He never said we wouldn't suffer. He never said we wouldn't be laughed at or made fun of. He never promised us smooth sailing. He never said there wouldn't be storms. He never said that, but he did say, I will never leave you, nor will I forsake you, that no matter what I face in life, I do not face it alone. He is with me. He will never leave me, nor will he forsake me. Oh, hallelujah. And as they were going across the sea, the storm began to blow in. Now, Peter, being a seasoned fisherman, no doubt he thought, I've got this. <laughs> I don't need prayer. I don't need faith. I've got ability. I'm a fisherman. I'm a seasoned boat worker. I guess that's the wrong term, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Boatman, thank you, buddy. I've got this, boys, no worry. Oh, I've seen storms like this before. This ain't nothing. <laughs> oh, my. And he began to try to manipulate the boat and all his ability as a seaman. But you see what Peter failed to realize, this just wasn't a storm. This was a storm. Maybe the greatest storm of his life. Maybe the darkest time of his, come on somebody. Maybe the darkest time of his life. And let me say, this may be the darkest time of your life right now, but that's always when Jesus shows up. 
Hallelujah. He always comes at the darkest hour. It was the darkest hour that the woman with the blood issue ever seen. The doctor said they couldn't help her. She'd spent all of her money. 12 years of bleeding. It was her darkest hour. Then Jesus came on the scene. It was the darkest hour Jairus ever saw. His daughter laying dead. But it was at that darkest hour that Jesus showed up. You say, oh, Brother Dow, that's Peter. That's the woman with the blood issue. This is me. Well, let me tell you, brother, sister, if this is your darkest hour, if I was you, I'd be getting ready for my visitation. It ain't no time to doubt. It's time to believe. It's time to rise. It's time to stand. It's time to make our stand. Boo, devil. Boo, devil. Jesus was crossing the sea. The prophet said the devil knew he was on the road to a great victory. <laughs> the devil knew it. Oh, hey, you preached a message on that, didn't you? The devil knows. The devil knows. He just lies to you. The devil knows God's a healer. He knows God's a deliverer, but he'll tell you he won't deliver you. He's lying to you. Well, brother, how you know the devil's lying to me when he speaks? <laughs> Pretty good indication. He was on the road to a great victory for God. Then he tried to drown him that night and caused the storm to come up. And 10,000 devils of the sea. Who knew there was that many? 10,000 devils of the sea swore they'd drowned him that night. And he was tired, laying in the stern of a boat. Tired, because you see, it was deity in humanity. Never let your humanity take the preeminence over the deity that's in you. Oh, hallelujah. Well, brother, how can I be a son of God? How can I be a daughter of God and have all these troubles and have all these trials? Don't look at the humanity. Look at what's in you. Remember what he did for you. Great storm began to rise, and as the sails were torn, and the oars began to break, and they tossed around like a bottle stopper, the prophet of God said, choppy water, maybe 20-foot waves. Where was Jesus? It looks like if he really cared, he'd have been up there with them. If he really cared, he'd have it right there on Peter's shoulder. Now, Peter, hang on, buddy. I'm with you. It's going to be all right. If he really cared, why wasn't he up there with Peter? Why wasn't he at the, at the, the stern? If he really cared, he would have told them the storm was coming. He knew it was coming. He knew when it would hit, the very moment it would hit. But where was he? In the back of the boat. Knowing the end from the beginning, he knew what was going to happen. The prophet said, don't miss this. He knew it was going to happen. The 
prophet said, I doubt very much that he was even asleep. He knew it was going to happen. Then why didn't he stop it? We're his people. He loves us. He was God. God is infinite, so he knew what was going to happen. He knew when it was going to happen. And it only happened to test their faith. Didn't he say so later? A real child in testing time with this, they do not walk by sight. Two children of God walk by faith. You can never walk by sight and walk by faith at the same time. You must deny one in order to receive the other. But I say to you, don't look at the circumstances. Don't look at the wind. Don't look at the storm. Look to the one who made the promise. Amen. A real child of God in testing time, they do not walk by sight. Their physical eyes are closed to the things around them. They only walk by faith of the Lord Jesus, looking to his word and believing that he'll keep every promise of his word exactly the way he said he would do it. Testing time, trials. Sometimes God lets afflictions hit his people to test their faith. He was testing a saint, not rebuking a sinner. I must be doing something bad wrong for, for Satan to be attacking me, for this to be happening to my family. No, don't let the devil lie to you. It's not rebuking a sinner. It's testing a saint. God does that to test. He lets afflictions hit us and trials come. A big trial, sometimes great waves, great storms, great winds. Why? To show you just how great he is. Listen to me, friends. We don't deny. We have real tears, real fear, real sorrow, real feelings because we're human. Real pain, real trials, real feelings, real hurt, real tears, real sorrow, but a real God who's bigger. My God's bigger than all my trials. He's bigger than all my tests. Maybe that's why you're sick tonight, the prophet said. Maybe that's why there's a lull in your revival. So God's going to see what you're going to do about it. Anybody can worship God when everybody's running the aisles. But who can stand and believe him when everything seems like it's going wrong? And yet it doesn't move your faith. Oh, God, let me be that kind of a warrior. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can only realize sometimes the giant is so big. Huh? People were betting on it. If they was betting on the David and Goliath fight, who would have Vegas bet on? Where would they put their money? On the giant. Goliath was a giant. David was a boy. Goliath was a champion warrior. He had trophies. David was a shepherd. Goliath had a sword. David had a slingshot. Goliath was dressed in armor. David was dressed in sheepskin. Who won? Why? God was with David, amen. 
Don't look at the giant. Look at who's with you, amen. Trouble sets in. The storm was so great, the wind, the rain, the lightning. They were so busy fighting for their lives. They forgot that the very one that said, let us go to the other side, the very creator was in the boat with them. The very, think about, the very one who created the wind, who created the rain, was in the boat with them. They should have known he knew all things. They should have knew that he knew what was going to happen. They should have remembered he has it all in control. Why was he letting it happen? When he got into the ship, why didn't he just go lay down? He knew it was going to happen. Why? The prophet said he was only testing their faith. Do you believe what I tell you? Ain't that something? Jesus never asked for our money. He never asked for our ability. He never asked for our education. All he ever asked us to do was just believe. Do you believe what I tell you? Finally, when the waves had them beat down and the wind was so strong and they were going to sink, it looked like everything was crashing in. It wasn't getting better. It was getting worse. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? And all their fear and all their anguish, the greatest storm of their life, 10,000 demons tried to drown them. Finally, they realized, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Where's Jesus? He's in the boat with us. Then the answer to the storm was in the boat with them. Awake the master. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The answer wasn't in Gadara. The answer wasn't on the shore of the other country. The answer was in the boat with them. Well, he rebukes the storm. The wind and sea obeys him. There was a great calm. And he turned to them and said, Why was you so fearful? Where is your faith? Did not I say, We're going to the other side? Did not he say, We're going in a rapture? Did not he say, I'll send you Elijah the prophet? Did not he say there would be a five-fold ministry for the perfecting of the saints? Has not he kept every promise he's made us? That same God who said that, I'm your healer, I'm your deliverer. That same God said you are going in a rapture. Amen. Amen. Why are you so fearful? Was not I with you the whole time? You know, there is among the Cherokee, it's called the rite of passage. When a boy reaches the age of 12, his father takes him to a secret place, sets him on a rock or on a stump. And the father will take a blindfold and blindfold the boy's eyes. And he ties his hands and he ties his feet. But he ties them loose. So if the boy wants to get out, he can. It's his choice. 
and he sets him on a stump or he sets him on a rock and the boy must sit there all night long. If he gets up, he fails the test. If he moves the blindfold, he fails the test. He must sit there all night long. But if he sits there and he's faithful to the test at the rising of the sun, when the rays of the sun strikes the boy's face, he can come out of the ties, because remember, they're loose. He can come out of the ties, take off the blindfold, and he's a man. It's called the rite of passage. So the father takes the boy, sets him on a stump or a rock, blindfolds him, ties his hands, ties his feet. The boy sits there. Oh, it's fine, you know, but about 10, 10, 30, 11 o'clock, the wind starts blowing the leaves. You get that little scared feeling when it's dark outside and you ain't got a flashlight. I used to take my girls camping, you know, out in the backyard, and I tell the Cheryl, I say, leave the door unlocked. We'll be in about 11 o'clock. You know? <laughs> First time the coyote yelps, we'll be coming in. The sounds of the night. But he must sit there, the rustle of the leaves. What is it? Is it a bear? Is it a coyote? Is it a Shawnee looking for a scalp? He don't know. He's blindfolded. So he must sit there all night. The sounds of the forest, the wind, the rustle of the leaves. But at the dawning of a new day, if he's been faithful to the test and the light strikes him, he takes off the blindfold. He comes out of the ties. He takes off the blindfold. And it's only then that he realizes, sitting behind him, was his daddy. He was there. He was there. He was there. He was there the whole time. He never left him. Oh, don't worry about the darkness of Laodicea. Don't worry about the rustle of the leaves of COVID. Don't worry about the fear mongers. Don't worry about the politics. He's with us. If he calmed their storm, he can calm your storm. If he calmed their storm by being in the ship with them, he can calm your storm by being in the ship with you. The answer to their storm was in the ship with them, and the answer to your storm is in the ship with you this morning. The same Jesus, he's just changed ships. He's just changed mask. The same Jesus making him the same yesterday, today, and forever. Brother Bosworth said one day, Billy, you know what fellowship is? He said, oh, I think so, Brother Bosworth, but tell me, what is it? He said, fellowship is two fellas in one ship. Two fellas in one ship. So that's quite a bit of us this afternoon, he says, in the old ship of Zion. Two fellas in the same ship. As we travel on the sea of life, let us remember that the Bible says many of the affliction of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth them out of them. All. How many? All. All. Well, that's pretty good, brother. You got any scripture besides that? Yeah, I do. Glad you asked. Second Timothy 3.11. Persecution and afflictions which came unto me at Antioch and Ecom and Lesterus. What persecutions I endured, but out of them all, the Lord delivered me. His disciples sometimes get in physical trouble that they can't remedy such a sickness, a cancer, so forth, that the doctors can't. They don't know what to do about it. 
But just remember who is in the ship. He's got it all in control. He's got it all in control. He put that reassurance way down in my soul. Oh, my. If you allow me just to tell it one more time, I promised the Lord I would. I promised the Lord if he'd raised my daughter up, I'd try my best to let the world know what he did for her. The doctors told me there's no hope for her. Told me her brain was damaged so bad she had blood on her brain. Told her she'd never speak again. She'd never swallow again. She'd never walk again. She'd never see again. She'd never talk again. If she even lived, she'd just lay nothing. She'd be nothing but a vegetable just laying in the bed. That's what they told me. That The doctors I worked with, me and my wife, both we worked in surgery. We knew these doctors. That was what they was telling us. But one afternoon on the day of the funeral, we went and buried Cheryl's daddy and Cheryl's sister. And I was sitting there in the waiting room and a warm feeling come over me. And a voice spoke to me and said, your daughter shall live. Hallelujah. It don't matter what the doctor says. It don't matter what the CT scan says. It don't matter what the MRI says. It does not matter. The master spoke, amen. When God speaks, when God speaks, everything else shuts up. The lion hath roared. Who will believe the report of the Lord? Who will believe the report of the Lord? I will believe the report of the Lord. Amen. When I went back to work, you know what they told me? They said, we thought you lost your mind. You started talking about her walking again and talking again and seeing again. We was worried about you. We thought you lost your mind. I said, I did. I lost my mind. I got the mind of Christ. Hallelujah. His report says I am healed. His report says I am sealed. Hallelujah. Amen. You don't know what to do, but remember who is in the ship. Don't look at the storm. Look at the one who's driving the ship. Amen. As the Father sent me, he says, even so send I you. As the Father sent me, so send I you. The Father that sent him went with him and was in him. And the Christ that sends the man goes with him and is in him. Jesus Christ in his church, his branches energized, bringing forth the same fruit he brought forth when he was here on the earth. He's come to the church in the last days. He's come in the fullness of the light of the sun. Not a partial light, not an eclipse, but the full light of the sun. The prophet of God said, your hands is his hands. When you're energized from the life of the vine, your eyes is his eyes, your lips is his lips, your hands is his hands. When you're energized from the life of the vine. I was in Nicaragua a few years ago for the glory of God. About that night, it was just too many to have a prayer line. There were so many, so we thought we'd just have one mass prayer for the people. And I told the people, I said, just lay hands on one another. Stage about four foot off the ground. We was up on the stage, about 600 people. Just as far back as you can see were people. About halfway back on the end was a sister. And I told the saints of God, I said, just lay hands on one another and bow your head and we'll have one mass prayer. And just as I got ready to pray, something spoke to my heart. It said, go lay your hands on her. And I jumped off the platform and I went down. 
By that time, you know, I hadn't started praying, so people, you know how we are. They was peeking out one eye to see why I hadn't started praying. <laughs> hey, you know you'd have done that too. <laughs> so when I got down there to where she's at, she had her hand up like this. I just put my hand in her hand, and we began to pray. When the service was over, she said, can I speak to you? I said, yes, ma'am. I don't speak Spanish. So through an interpreter, Brother Danny Torres interpreted for me. She said, tonight, when you told the people, lay hands on one another, she said, nobody laid hands on me. She said, I thought, what's wrong with me? That nobody would want to pray for me. She said, I thought, don't nobody care for me. She said, I begin to cry. She comes to Brother Darrell. I just wanted somebody to lay their hands on me. And she said, I was praying. She said, I got to cry. And I said, Lord, why won't nobody lay their hands on me? And she said, a voice spoke to me. He said, I'll lay my hand on you. He said, that voice no sooner spoke, Brother Darrell, than you put your hand in my hand. Now, am I Jesus? Of course not. But he used my hands like he'll use your hands. He wants to use your hands, your lips, your eyes. It's Christ in you, the hope of all glory. Hallelujah. Do you love him? Then he's in the ship this morning. Amen. The prophet said, you're still, the, the, you're still in the ship, Lord. The old ship is on. That's carrying us across the troubled sea. And when the devil sweeps in with a storm down upon us, what difference does it make? As long as he's in the ship. Be with us now, Father. And may we walk right into the hearts. And may you walk right into the hearts of the people tonight. Then let us come with this revelation as we come to a close. Let us come with this revelation of who we are. We are not a cult even though they say we are. We are not an organization, even though they try to make us one. We are not a denomination. We are his body on the earth. And the only thing that can call him on the scene is for him to awaken us and ourselves. He's in the ship. You're a son and you're a daughter of God. You have the authority to speak to the storm, speak to the sickness, speak to that fear and say no more. He's in your ship. Awake him. Take him at his word. Know who you are. Exercise your God-given rights as believers. Rebuke that storm. Rebuke that fear. Rebuke that habit. That besetting sin. That thing that bothers you. Speak to your storm. Speak to that sugar. Speak to that arthritis. Speak to that high blood pressure. Speak to that depression. Speak to that hair. Tell it to grow out. Well, hallelujah. He's in the ship, friends. Amen. His ministry is in his bride, which is his body. And we are his body on the earth today. The bride will be flesh and bone of Christ. Bone of his bone, flesh of his flesh, spirit of his spirit. Then where is he? He's right here with us now. And I want to tell the devil this morning, he will not Seek this ship. There is no wave. There is no storm. There is no government. There is no politics. There is nothing that will stop this ship. We're going over. We're going to the other side. Do you believe it this morning? Do you know who you are? We are the bride of Jesus Christ. I 
awakening this morning. Let your faith awake this morning. Reach out and touch the master. Oh, hallelujah. Brothers come, sisters come. Do you love him this morning? Amen. Amen. This is who we are. We are overcomers. We're not going down. We're going up. Oh, hallelujah. You are here, moving in our midst. I worship you. I worship you. You are here, working in this place. I worship you. I worship you. You are here, turning hearts around. I worship you, I worship you, you are
Oh, that is who you are, Lord. That is who you are, Lord. Even when I don't feel it, even when I don't see it, you never stop working, Lord. You never stop moving on my behalf, Lord. Oh, you put me here, Lord. You'll bring me to the other side safely, Lord. I'm trusting in you, God, the captain of my boat this morning. I'm laying aside every fear. I'm laying aside every thought that's contrary to your word. I'm stepping out on you this morning. I'm going to love you, Lord. I'm going to believe you, Lord. I'm going to trust you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. You're my way maker. You're my miracle worker. You're the light of the darkness, Lord. You make blinded eyes see. You make the lame walk. You raise the dead. Oh, God. Oh, God. There is none like you. There is none like you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Do you love him this morning, preach? Listen to me. If you're here this morning, I know it's just a simple thought, but God moves in simple ways sometimes. If thou can believe, all things are possible to them that believe. Oh, he's a miracle-working God. Down in Cottonwood, Arizona, about two months ago, a woman there with a tumor on her chest, a weeping tumor, but during the service, the Spirit of God moved upon her, and the tumor disappeared right into the sermon. She went home, it was gone. That's my God. That's the kind of God we serve. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Over in North Carolina, Brother Scott Smith's church, his mother over there with a torn rotator cuff. Couldn't even raise her left arm or right arm, I believe it was. But right there at the end of the service, the Spirit of the Lord fell among the people. I turned the service over, went off the platform. I was in the study. All of a sudden, I just heard a roar in the building. Brother Scott came running there and said, Brother Darrell, God just healed my mother of a torn rotator cuff. She's got both arms up in the air praising God. That's our God, friends. That's the God we serve. He's the saint yesterday, today, and forever. the blood. He stops the blood issues. Come on, somebody. He stops the blood issues. He opens blinded eyes. He drives the cancer out of people's bodies. He's our God this morning. Do you believe him? Do you receive it this morning? Then what do you have need of? What do you have need of this morning? What are you facing in your life? What storm do you have? He's in the ship, friends. He's right here with us. Don't look at the storm. As long as you look at the storm, as long as you look at the situation, that's all you'll ever have. That's all you'll ever see. Don't look at the symptom. Look at the answer. We serve a God who turned water into wine. How many times does he have to do it before we believe it, friends? He took water and turned it into wine. What can he do for you this morning if you'll just believe him? Amen. Let go of the oar. You try to do it yourself. Quit trying to do it. Just take your hands off the oar. Just give it to God this morning. Just give it to the Lord this morning. If you're here, you have a need, why don't you come? Just come. We're going to have one mass prayer. Anybody that wants to has a need this morning, you believe God will meet your need, I want you to come this morning. Just come and stand with us. We'll have one mass prayer. The brothers, we'll all pray together. We're a body, friends. We're a body. It's not, well, if, if, brother, if brother Tim pray for me, or Brother Ron, it's a body move, friends. It's your hands, my hands, his hands, his hands. It's all of our hands together. Anyone, you need the Holy Ghost. You need forgiveness. You've drifted on God. you failed God. Oh, my. Don't give up the ship. Don't give up the ship. He's on board this morning. Oh, my. 
home. Uh, I was in Chivac, Alaska. A young girl, 21 year old. She came up for prayer. She said, Brother Darrell, I'm an alcoholic. I've been through the nine step program three different times, but I cannot quit drinking. She said, I go for a while and I'll go right back to the bottle again. She said, I wake up, don't even know where I'm at. Find myself in strange places that I don't need to be in. Said, I got a little son, I don't even know who his daddy was. Said, I can't quit. I've tried everything to quit. I said, sis, have you tried Jesus? I said, you give him that alcohol. You just lay it out at the altar and you walk away free tonight. For the blood of the Lamb of God has made us free. We begin to pray for that little girl. I'll never forget it. She began to scream. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. I got a text the other day. She's still sober. You know why? For whom the Son has made free. It's free indeed. And you lay that right down. Brothers, come, let's all. We're going to lay hands on one another. Sister, sister, brother to brother, husband, wife. Those of you out in the audience, lay hands on one another. Brother Tim, would you lead us in prayer, buddy? Just lead us in prayer. Amen. Do you love him this morning? Do you believe him this morning? He's in the ship, friends. He's here. His word says he's here. What can he do right now? Cast down your doubt. Cast down your fear. Just believe him this morning. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, Jesus. My Lord Jesus. Yes, we come, Lord, in that name of Jesus. Name that is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee has to bow and every tongue confess. You're Lord. Lord, we believe, oh God, with all our hearts. We're your children, Lord, right now. And you have opened the word to the very place where we're standing. We are here in the storm. But Lord, we're not alone in the storm. Jesus is in our ship. Lord God, we're awakening Jesus right now. Amen. He's in the hearts of the believer everywhere. For greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Right now, in the name of Jesus, as we lay hands upon one another, we claim the blood that was shed. Amen. We rebuke every demon power. Satan, you are defeated. The word of God is the truth. Amen. We have the victory in the name of Jesus. I speak to the storms in the name of Jesus. You must be still. The winds and the waves, they must flatten down because Jesus has risen within us. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, let the healing virtues flow from the throne of grace. Let it move right now into the hearts and the lives of every person in the body. Lord God, those that need the Holy Ghost, fill them with the Holy Ghost. Those that need deliverance, deliver them, Lord. Oh God, those that need healing, heal them, Father. It's your word, it's your promise. And we're believers. We believe your word, Lord. Oh God, we know you're here in the body of your people. We know, Lord, we did not go out without you. We know you're in the boat. We just are waking you today within ourselves to step forward. Oh God, within our lives. 
Jesus. Brother Timothy, bring that chair that I sit in right there. I want you to put it right out here. Hallelujah. Turn it around. Brother Darrell, come over here. We've had many prayers for our brother Darrell. Right down here in his lower spine, down in his legs. How many years have you been preaching this gospel? 30, 34, 35 years preaching this gospel, going around the world, carrying the message. And the devil's wanted to afflict this man with spinal stenosis. It's right down here in the, in the, in the bottom of the tailbone, goes down into his leg, there to the top of his foot, which is sit right down here. We're going to minister to Brother Darrell this morning. We're going to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. And the devil wants to attach himself to this son of God is going to go now in Jesus' name. You are the people of faith. You're going to pray with me. And in the name of Jesus, that in the name of Jesus, every knee has to bow and every tongue confess. I lay my hands on my brother and I speak to 
right out of the soul of this foot and he be made well in the name of Jesus for the glory of God we believe in a recreation right now in Jesus name hallelujah 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 thank you Jesus thank you Jesus it is finished Thank you, Jesus. We accept that right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I just had an MRI done this past week. Same thing. Same devil wanting to flick me. Trying to get down in my body, right down and make my feet go to sleep. We're not standing for it. We got a divine appointment this morning. I receive my healing now in the name of Jesus. Oh, Heavenly Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, by the same anointing that raised my Lord from the grave, by the same anointing that gave Jessica back to me, I rebuke this demon today. In the name of Jesus Christ, Satan, you have no hold upon us. We are believers. We are overcomers in this hour. And we stand today as a body upon this earth. And we curse you, Satan. Leave our brother today for the glory of God. We speak it today. We speak with the authority of God's word. Come out of our brother. And do it any more for the glory of God. For the glory of God. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, do you believe this morning? Lift your hands. Receive it today. In the name of Jesus Christ, as much as believe, receive. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Waymaker, 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 miracle worker, lying in the darkness. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you for allowing us to come. May God richly bless you. Oh, he's our way maker. He's our miracle worker. He's all we need. There is no God like our God. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus.